Welcome to the Deep Roots at Home podcast. For those of you new here, the Deep Roots at Home website was founded by Jackie in 2011. As a retired RN, longtime homeschooler, past Lyme sufferer with a love of preventative natural medicinals, Jackie has encouraged women for years now. Our desire is to spread truth and important information during these recent deceptive times, as well as the practicals of homemaking and all things beautiful. Whether you are listening in the car, while you're making dinner for your children, or sitting with a relaxing cup of tea, welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Deep Roots at Home podcast. I am so happy to have you here today. And we have Dr. Jana Grimm with us again, and um, you probably have heard other uh, podcasts with her, and she is just such a blessing to us. Just a reminder, Dr. Jana Grimm is a follower of Jesus, wife, mother, and chiropractic physician on a mission to educate, inspire, and equip as many people as possible to get healthy and pursue a deeper relationship with Jesus. She currently practices 100% telehealth now and works with people all over the country. So we're so blessed that she is giving us our time today. And today we are talking about Jana's absolute favorite natural remedies and medicine cabinet essentials. So I hope you'll grab a pen and paper because this is chock full of info that all of our mamas are going to want to have for their homes. Welcome to the podcast, Jana. Thank you. It's so good to be back and um, just get to share a little bit of what the Lord has taught me over the years. And um, with this, this today is going to be um, an emphasis on taking care of our kids. Yeah, so this is one for all the mamas and grandmas out there. Um, these are my favorite uh, things that I keep on hand, the things that I've been advising patients and clients, and then of course, taking care of my own children with over the last decade and a half. So hopefully, wonderful. Um, yeah, hopefully people will be blessed today. So, um, so you already mentioned, but you're going to want to grab pen and paper. I'm just going to give a quick introduction of what to expect, where to find these things. And then I'll segue right into specific product names and then um, administration and application of each of those. So I'll try to be as precise as possible. And then if, if I'm not making something clear, please interrupt me so that I can there then clarify for you. How's that sound? Sounds good. <laughs> okay, all right, so let's dive in. Okay, so um, all the products that I'm going to mention, there's gonna be a couple different product lines. So, they can all be found um, on my website at drjana.com. And you can go to the store tab on the navigation bar and then drop down to the specific product line. So we're primarily going to be talking about products from my Nature Sunshine line and uh, Young Living. And this is not an essential oils podcast, not to worry, um, but I will make mention of some and then some do-it-yourself um, options as well. Um, but the liquid herbs are very specific proprietary blends that I love that have very universal applications. So they never go to waste. You can use them with kids and adults and for all different kinds of um, ailments, if you will. So um, one of the things that I like to remind um, parents of is that um, the key to addressing even the worst colds and flus. And I've even successfully treated my own daughter when she was 18 months old with severe RSV from home 
um, and avoiding that trip to the ER, avoiding medications that um, potentially cause further harm is being prepared. So if you want to be able to avoid that trip to the ER, um, in most cases, there's a time and a place. I acknowledge that for medications, for um, having your pediatrician on hand or um, you know, maybe a prescription antibiotic at times, only if when medically necessary, there's so much that is within our control to take care of, um, but it does take some training. It does take preparation because you need these things on hand when you need them, before you need them. Amen. Right. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So let's dive in. Um, the first product that I'm going to mention again, this first list, um, the first, I don't know, maybe a handful before I get into um, the Young Living Essential Oils, these are all going to come from the Nature Sunshine line on the store, on my online store at drjana.com. So the first product is Oregon Grape. And I guess I don't have to show these because this is not a, this is an audio podcast. So Oregon Grape Liquid. So this product has universal application for pretty much any cold, flu, sinus infection, whatever. So you don't have to know whether you're up against a bacterial infection or a viral infection. Um, this is going to be helpful. It's worth a try. And um, you can take it as directed on the bottle. If you're up against an infection that is, is coming on fast and furious and the symptoms are really intense, it is safe to dose up. So in younger children, I don't necessarily use this in infants, but once a child is um, at the age where they're uh, being introduced to solid foods and beyond, that's kind of my demarcation line with this product in, in a general sense, um, I would feel confident using Oregon Grape. Another disclaimer that I'll say before I get into the depths of all these different products is keep in mind, that this is my career. So I am a confident mother in this arena in using things that maybe some other mothers may not feel comfortable using. And that's okay. I have much to learn in other areas of motherhood. And I acknowledge that in this arena, I'm not necessarily afraid of most herbs and my children, I definitely know they're not reacting to any of the herbs I've ever used or introduced them to as babies, toddlers, or um, my oldest is uh, turning six. So that's my scope of experience as a mother, but I have worked with children for um, over 16 years now as patients and clients. So use common sense as I um, share my wisdom, please. And um, always just work within your scope of confidence or um, comfort level. Okay. Right. Um, so the general dose for these things for a really young child that is just outside of the infant stage is usually starting with a quarter dose. If you're unsure about that, you can always start with less, like an eighth of a teaspoon, but a quarter teaspoon on average, and then we can work our way up from there. But oftentimes when you're up against really serious chronic issues or really nasty infection like COVID or a, a really significant flu or something that entails a really high fever, you might need to use a double dose, a half teaspoon where the, the instructions might suggest using a quarter teaspoon. Okay. Gotcha. So, the stronger the virus, the you know, bigger guns you might need to pull out. You're not going right. to overdose a child on, on organ grape. The active ingredient in it is berberine, and that is a force to be reckoned with. So it has antiviral, antibiotic, um, antifungal, even um, can come up against mycotoxins. 
So think about that. Like uh, maybe somebody in your house found out they had mold poisoning. This would be uh, a, a good choice for a, a piece of the puzzle in how you're going to tackle that, that can be put into a child's body. So, so um, interestingly enough, I was giving my son berberine or trying to give him berberine when he was dealing with what I thought was long COVID. And the taste of it was so absolutely horrible that um, to get it down him was horrible. So, so that's, this is that's often the problem with other herbal lines or because they're in tincture form, they're in alcohol mm -hmm. uh, to preserve them. So they're almost impossible to get into the child's body. Right. So I'm glad you brought, like, we're both like, I don't want to interrupt. Um, I'm glad you brought that up because finding things. So one of the reasons I'm sharing these specific products is because not only are they effective, but every single one that I'm mentioning is pretty darn easy to get into a child's body. And the way I get these into my girls. So, um, for just, um, for reference, I currently have a two and a half year old and a next week, six year old. Um, and they are hundred percentile in size. So, um, it, I'm, I guess just use that, that for reference, but I'm giving, I put it on raw or Manuka honey on a spoon to give them the Oregon grape or the um, next two products that I'm about to describe, the seasonal allergy or even digestive bitters. These can also be put into a smoothie or you basically just have to get them in the body any way you can, but they don't taste bad. They kind of already taste like herbally honey anyway. My kids don't like love them. They're not begging for them. I'm not going to be unrealistic, but they do not taste like a shot of whiskey or bitter, bitter herbs that are almost unpalatable or um like most um tinctures that aren't designed for easy administration gotcha fair enough did you have anything else to add to that with your experience with straight bourbon? oh just just that um yeah that was a frustration because i knew i needed to get it into him but he couldn't swallow pills and the like you said, even with honey, the bitterness just overrode because I was trying to put capsules into the honey. So this is very interesting. I'm glad to know about this product. Yeah. So it is. So let me recap. So it, it packs a lot of punch with like um, all the different infections, colds and flus. So pretty much any infection, even parasites. I will say about 50% of parasites um, can be tackled with or um, in conjunction with Oregon grape. And it also is an amazing detoxifier. It's great for the liver. If you know the research on berberine, it is a force to be reckoned with for so many things. So another application would be childhood obesity or blood sugar handling issues. It's an amazing glucose regulator. It will desensitize the body to um, insulin once again. And at the root of all of those things are toxins and infections anyway. So you're getting to root causes blindly if you're um, not interested in, in, you know, getting custom holistic healthcare for that child yet. You want to see what you can accomplish on your own as a mom. So um, any child with GI problems, um, bloating, gas, just chronic issues, any child on the spectrum that needs to detoxify from whether it be from um, old jabs, if you will, right? Right. Um, 
history of maybe medications, maybe an asthmatic child who's had a lot of steroids or the child who's had a ton of ear infections or chronic sinus infections. So they've had an antibiotic or many antibiotics already. Um, anything like that, any history like that, Oregon grape would be indicated to um, take a few weeks of, if not a few months of a daily dose or a twice a day dose, even for a few months. Again, if we're talking about something more serious where it's vaccine injured child or a child that just has a lot of chronic stuff. So, you know, that child needs to detoxify. This could be paired with something like um, the advanced TRS and or folic acid and be a, a detoxification plan. That's a force to be reckoned with. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, if it's a, a child that has uh, is maybe hyper reactive to tons of foods and you're unsure about honey or, you know, there's a, a, a honey or, um, you know, bee allergy, then um, you could put it in a smoothie or you could um, try to uh, make like an apple cider vinegar lemonade and, and put it in there in small amounts. You just want to put it in something where, you know, they're going to finish the whole thing or maybe some pomegranate juice, a strong juice, but you need to get it in the body, ideally without a ton of added um, excess sugar or bad sugars, you know, things like that. So um, anyway, that's, I think all there is to pretty much say about Oregon grape, but um, it is not something to be afraid of. And my husband and I even use this and keep it on hand um, for, colds and flus and seasonal things that come about so is adults, it a capsule is it a capsule liquid, liquid. No, it, no it's a liquid so these things all these things that i'm mentioning i'm, I'm not mentioning any capsules because the purpose of this podcast is really um a, a recap of my doctor mom 101 teaching right so to equip moms with things that are really administrative Dratable and um, applicable to all things children. Wonderful application that um, won't go to waste that can be used for a lot of different things. So it can the liquid can be used in adults. You just are using a half a teaspoon to a teaspoon at a time instead of an eighth to a quarter or half teaspoon at a time. Just okay. a different. Yep. So littler people, littler dose. Bigger people, bigger dose. Or more serious infection increase the dose and see if you can get it underway or start layering more products. Gotcha. When it comes to vaccines, most mothers and fathers want to know facts, not others' opinions. Jackie wished she had known more facts when she went in for her first well baby visit. Because Jackie strongly promotes parental choice, she felt led to write a short treatise with personal facts. This vaccination ebook is pretty concise to allow you, the parent, to read, research into the studies she shares, and come up with your own decisions. Jackie's sincere desire is that you and your children thrive, and so she presents to you the vaccination ebook free of charge. Simply go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. That's deeprootsathome.com forward slash vital dash info dash ebook forward slash. Okay, so next product. Again, another liquid herbal blend is called Seasonal Allergy. Again, this is from Nature Sunshine. It also um, doesn't taste terrible. Um, so these, both of these, the Oregon grape and the Seasonal Allergy, they could be taken straight on a spoon or in a you know a medicine syringe they're just like a little bit of a goopy texture like a glycerin mace texture 
um, but they do have a sweetness to them. And then that herbally, um, I don't know if you'd say undertone, they are herbs. It is an herbal blend, but the seasonal allergy is a combination of four herbs. You don't have to understand um, herbs or be an herbalist of any sort, or even an experienced mother in natural medicine. I'm, I'm th These are things that I'm speaking to the mother who is just sick and tired of being sick and tired. Their kids aren't getting better. They can't just keep running for another antibiotic and they want to try something different. These will be great things to, to have on hand and start applying and trying and uh, making some headway to get out of that vicious cycle. So seasonal allergy, what we need to know about it is if there's mucus or phlegm. So these are the keywords. So mucus or phlegm anywhere in the lungs to the sinuses. So from the top of the head, basically down to the chest, if there's mucus or phlegm in either or, seasonal allergy is a good option. And it doesn't matter whether the root cause is from like seasonal allergies, uh, environmental allergies, whatever the cause is, or it's a nasty just uh, sinus infection or cough, wet cough going around. So a wet cough would apply, not a dry cough. This is not the product for dryness or a dry cough, okay? So mucus, phlegm, think seasonal allergy. And you're gonna start with like a low dose. Again, you can use it as directed on the bottle. You can apply it on or um, introduce it to the body in a spoonful of raw or Manuka honey once again, or a smoothie or a little bit of juice or mixed into some, I call it detox lemonade. That recipe's on my website as well on the recipe blog, where you're basically just making lemonade with apple raw apple cider vinegar and maple syrup or raw honey or a little bit of vanilla stevia or something. But then you're getting the apple cider vinegar in, which also is a powerful right. antimicrobial, right? And also softens gallstones, flushes the liver, strengthens the stomach, which in turn helps fight all infection. When the stomach is strong and the hydrochloric acid is robust, you can um, fight infection that much better any infection. So even if it's coming in respiratorily, you know, um, the colds and flus going around, that's a key piece of the puzzle in strengthening the immune system overall in the body. Is this seasonal allergy, is is this the one that used to be called ALJ? It is. Are you familiar? Yeah, absolutely. My yeah. mother um, has had asthma since a child. Yep. And she, um, she used to have um, asthma attacks and she uh, would hit the ALJs or seasonal allergy. She yes. would start taking those and it would pull her out of asthma attacks. Yes. And so powerful. This. Yes. I use this with all of my asthmatic patients and clients. Yes. So, okay. Let me speak to that since you are familiar and you yes. were raised on a little bit of nature sunshine. So this product used to be called ALJ. And it comes in capsule form or liquid form and has for many, many, many years. They changed the name a couple years ago um, to seasonal allergy and it still comes in capsule or liquid form. So I just keep, I always have the liquid on hand because I have children. If you don't have children, the capsule form would suffice just fine because I prefer to take pills personally as an right. adult. It's easier for me, but some adults prefer liquids and don't like or can't swallow pills. So you you have um, either option. You can always start with a low dose and see how it helps you with whatever it is that you're fighting. So whether it's a, a an acute asthma attack or an acute um, seasonal allergy flare up. But if the, if the symptoms are coming on um, 
you know, fast and furious, I say, then you're probably going to need a little bit more. So you can start with a, a quarter teaspoon with your kids. And if it seems like it's kind of helping, but it's not drying it up enough, bump it up to a half teaspoon. If it's, if it is severe and the lungs are full and the sinuses are full and it is um, almost inhibiting their ability to breathe, use more or use it more frequently. Yeah. Just, you know, uh, titrate up as needed. And this one is easy to just follow symptoms. So the only contraindication is if it's a dry cough or a dry cold, you don't need this product. This is going to dry up the mucus in the lungs and in the sinuses um, for whatever the cause. So even like a chronic runny nose or like you said, um, chronic asthma where there is mucus or congestion, this can be a great product because it also does help to open the airways. Yeah, she still to this day, I mean, anytime she gets a cold and she's got congestion there, she pulls those out because um, she used to get pneumonia, bronchitis. And so that's her go-to of like, that keeps it under control. Yep. So yeah. I always have this on hand because I mean, things like the, the especially lately in the last few years, right? Right. The is the pneumonia. So these like moist sinus infections, if you will, with some are bacterial, some are viral, it doesn't matter. Um, or people get the, you know, long COVID and then their immune system's compromised and now they feel like they're getting everything or they're now in, reacting to their environment or they have allergies that they didn't used to have. This would be a piece of the puzzle in helping to deal with that and keep you off of the mucinex and um, like the Sudafed or the Flonase and stuff like that, hopefully, because um, those things are then further damaging the gut, the stomach, the liver, the gallbladder which is going to have a rebound effect and then weaken your system to where, or even the steroids. And then you're more susceptible to sickness. And then it's a cycle you can hardly get out of. Right. Without a lot right. of prevention. So, yeah. So that was liquid seasonal allergy or formerly liquid ALJ. That's so cool that you're familiar with that. Product. Yeah. Thanks for that testimony. Um, okay. Next one is, um, uh, digestive bitters liquid. So a lot of people maybe have heard of digestive bitters or used different versions of it. So nature sunshine has, has it, and it, that's in liquid form. And this can be, um, you would want to titrate up really slowly. So especially with little kids or babies where there's like infant reflux or, um, a lot of digestive issues in a toddler where you notice bloating or they're not having good bowel movements. Um, they're reacting to foods um, when they shouldn't be, or even reacting to breast milk and spitting up excessively. That could be an indication that digestive bitters might be helpful. The bitter herbs in digestive bitters is going to stimulate the pancreas and the stomach to produce what God designed them to produce. So the digestive enzymes that come from the pancreas, um, it's gonna induce bile flow. So stimulate that gallbladder if your baby, um, was jaundiced um, at birth or shortly thereafter, that's an indication that they probably already have a sluggish liver and gallbladder. And then if you're noticing um, in the infant years or even toddler and um, or well into childhood years that they seem to have chronic gut issues, digestive bitters could be an, a helpful option because you can't get straight up hydrochloric acid supplements into a baby or a young child because that has to come in capsule or tablet form Otherwise it'll damage the teeth, right? Okay. So you're, you, you need to do things that stimulate 
the physiology um, to get those gastric juices producing and robust once again. That's how we fight infection. That's how we digest our food. That's how we assimilate vitamins and minerals and amino acids and fatty acids and all the things that that we need for fuel that God designed our bodies to live off of. So it's one thing um, and, and chore enough for most moms to get the healthy stuff into the body, but then the body has to be able to break it down and assimilate it, right? So digestive bitters can be um, added to water or a little bit of breast milk, a bottle, juice, uh, detox lemonade, or even a few drops on a spoonful of honey. Um, but with, with babies or little kids, you can start with just a couple drops, test the waters, see what happens. See if you notice a lot of times a little bit packs a lot of punch, but then as you're getting into, um, older kids, it may take more like five drops or seven drops or 10 drops, depending on how severe, uh, severely compromised the gut is, I guess, if you will. So, okay. so if you're notice, and if you're noticing like food particles in their poop, in their stools, then they're not, that's an indication they're not digesting. Um, digestive bitters might be an option to implement um, or the combination of once a child has teeth and can chew actual food, then the chewable enzymes from Nature Sunshine called um, uh, papayazyme, um, Sunshine Heroes papayazyme, is basically like a combination of juice plus plus all of the digestive enzymes. It's in a very palatable, chewable form. Um, I have both of my girls on this daily. Um, that combined with the digestive bitters would cover all the bases of digestion to at least restore that piece of the puzzle in a child that doesn't have healthy bowel movements, is constipated, skipping bowel movements, um, again, has some sort of childhood reflux. Um, even having seasonal or environmental allergies, a child that reacts to you know, hay fever or uh, animal dander or mold just it always has um, stuffiness, congestion, whatever, that's an indication that they're that something's going on in their gut. So have you ever used this in like little baby babies? So you can in a more, I this is going to be, uh, I don't love to share publicly about what to do for infants. That's usually <laughs> most people are going to feel most confident having an appointment for that. But you could, that's why I say start with one or two or right. three drops in a, and that's only if the baby will take a bottle. So I, my full experience as a mother is breastfeeding for two years. Right. My children would not take bottles. So this would not have been an option for me unless right. I could have potentially dropped mm -hmm. uh, one or two drops on the, mm -hmm. on the breast, on the nipple and, and then them take it. But it's so, it's bitter. It's digestive okay. bitter. Okay. So then you might turn the baby away from the breast. So there's just, a, there's some discernment and some more personal coaching when you're talking infants. So right. for the purposes of this podcast, I'm mostly talking about things beyond the infant years. Right. Um, talking about silver though, and essential oils, those are things that are your best first options with. Okay. Okay. Um, do you feel like I made that one clear enough? Digestive yeah. liquid? Yeah. Okay. Sounds so good. Okay. And then I mentioned the papaya zyme. There's not a whole lot to say about that. So that's another nature sunshine product, basically children's chewable enzymes. Um, and then they have all of the dehydrated like fruits and vegetables, uh, proprietary blend built into it. So you're helping the child digest as well as nourishing them with a whole bunch of superfoods to um, nourish and um, stimulate 
the digestive system in that arena too. So that's about all there is to say about that. But if a child is, is chronically gassy, bloated, um, doesn't have great daily bowel movements or is even skipping bowel movements, that would be a must add. And then the other piece of that equation would be children's probiotics. So Nature Sunshine also has a broad spectrum children's probiotic chewable called uh, Probiotic Power. So Sunshine Heroes Probiotic Power. And with both of these, you can start with one a day, like one enzyme with uh, one enzyme and one probiotic chewable with dinner. See how that goes. Um, basically, you keep dosing up. And if you get to the point of too loose of stools or diarrhea, you back down on your dose. Or if you're on it for a while, the child is on it for a while, and they start to get loose stools or diarrhea, that's your indication that things are starting to heal and things are getting better. They don't need so much anymore. And you start to back down your dose. That's what we want to happen. Right. We don't want to depend on needing two or four or six of those every day when right. it comes to digestive enzymes. And the probiotics, if you're taking two to three a day, and the child is still uh, constipated, for example, and really bloated, then that's only one piece of the puzzle. There's more to it. And that would probably indicate the need for um, making an appointment, getting more custom care, because that, that, that is evidence and uh, symptoms indicating that this child's liver is really backed up. They're full of um, probably some more serious infections and toxins and might need some more strategy, depending on your confidence and experience level as a, as a mother. Um, so those two chewables are only for, I think, I think this would be clear, but I'll just spell it out in case it's not, but only for children who are chewing food, who have, uh, molars and can eat a chewable supplement. Right. Um, and then up to maybe age seven to 10, but once you're getting up to where a child could swallow pills or hide something in there, but they're, they're the weight of a small adult, you're wanting to move into adult products, not children's products anymore just because they're so diluted and if they have more any significant symptoms than a an adult product or an adult probiotic is just going to be more powerful you're going to get more bang for your buck if you can right. get capsules into that child right jackie wants to help spread the word and help as many people as possible with trs so for more information on how to purchase trs and try it yourself or if you just have different questions about trs go to deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS forward slash. That is deeprootsathome.com forward slash TRS forward slash. Let's see. Okay, then next, um, let's talk about Silver Shield. So I kind of um, mentioned this. So this is a product that would apply to a brand new newborn baby to elderly and everybody in between. So it is not contraindicated with anything except salt and salt will just simply deactivate it and you'll waste your money. So you want to okay. use it. Yeah. So, um, this, this particular product, silver shield is, is not the same as colloidal silver, same application, but colloidal silver is not a monoparticle solution. So the, the size of the elemental silver in it can vary and therefore it is said that that could potentially build up in your organs, so it's not designed for high dose and long-term use. That said, um, I personally don't know anybody that's turned blue, but there, there, there is the risk, and so I have to put that as a disclaimer. I, for my family, exclusively use Silver Shield because I have a Nature Sunshine account. I use a lot of their products. 
we go through maybe one or two of the 32 ounce bottles a year as a family, depending on our needs and the sicknesses that go through or what we're, you know, whatever's going right. around that year. But it comes in four different sizes. It's liquid. It tastes basically like water. This is a patented product. So it is, um, um, all the particle sizes are extremely microscopic and they're uniform in size. So it cannot build up in the body. And it is Soul S O L Soul technology. So you're paying why you're you're paying a higher price because it is higher technology. It is um, just a better product and more bioavailable overall. Um, but nonetheless, just like any of the silvers, it's an amazing antimicrobial. It'll kill bacterial bacteria, virus, um, fungus. It works amazing against gram-negative bacterial infections. It also can. Um, help with mycotoxins. It's not going to be your one size fits all if there's mold poisoning, but um, anyway, it packs a lot of punch. You do not have to know once again, what the infection is. If a, if a child is sick, especially a baby, the first thing I'm going to use with what I, that I did use with both of my babies um, and still do to this day, Silver Shield, like one of my first go-to. Okay. It's so easy. My girls will, I can put it in the medicine syringe and they'll give it to themselves. They want to give it to themselves. It again, tastes like water. You do not dilute it. You don't mix it with anything. You just take it straight and you don't take it next to food or right like before or after you brush your teeth because the baking soda has salt in it, right? Interesting. I did not know that about the salt. So that's the only thing to know. And it's an important thing. And again, the only thing that's going to happen is you just waste your money or it might weaken or deactivate depending uh -huh. how or the amount of salt. So that's the only thing, but it's not contraindicated with other chemical medications or any um, specific diseases or diagnoses or anything like that. Um, it is, it's a, it's designed to go in and um, kill the bad guys and preserve the good guys. So another application for Silver Shield that I use, um, my, both of my children have never had antibiotics um, prescription antibiotics. So we made it six years and two and a half years without that. So it is hundred percent possible to not go that route. That said, um, so we use silver and same as I have been explaining, um, previously with the other products, more serious infection, higher dose. I'm never going to overdose my kids on this product. I can't, they cannot overdose on it. Um, if it's me and my husband, I don't even measure it. I just take a big mouthful swig out of the bottle um, we, I mean, it is so easy, so, so easy to use. It can also, this product, I'm not going to say the same for unregulated colloidal silver, swim at your own risk with that. Um, this can be used in the eyes for something like pink eye or in the ears for an ear infection. So both of my girls have, have had an ear infection. I think Mercy, my oldest has actually had two and it only took one dose of silver in the ear and that was it. So it was literally wow. like 15 minutes. Wow. Um, or at least she never screamed again and the fever ultimately went away and we never had to redose. So it is extremely effective um, for ear infections. You can have a dropper bottle on hand or you can literally just dip your finger in it to where you get like a, a where it'll drip and just get that to go in the ear. However, you can get one to two drops in the ear. Um, I keep glass amber nasal sprayers on hand. I used to sell them when I had a brick and mortar office and that's reusable. So you can refill that with silver and then use it as a nasal spray. 
but that nasal sprayer is a way to then you can put that nozzle in the ear. This is what I did for my daughter um, with her first one and just give it a spray, a mist in the ear. She's screaming, she's angry, she doesn't like it, but boy, did that get her quiet within like 10 minutes. Can so, you put it in like a neti pot too? Um, everybody asks that. So yes, you can, but I wouldn't because you would, it's too expensive. You would waste it. Okay. It's not necessary because the neti pot, you're flushing and then throwing it down the sink. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're best to stick with saline or saline plus, uh, you know, and maybe a drop of essential oil or something like that. I would not put silver in a neti pot to go through something that's going to be flushed out and then okay. go down. The okay. okay. Yeah. So yes, you can. In that case, like the cheap colloidal silver, that might be a better option just because it's not so yeah. expensive and that's not going to hurt anything. And you're talking temporary, just um, acute usage usually. But um, I would save any version of silver for putting in a nasal sprayer to continuously spray up into the sinuses. If you're a person that has chronic sinus issues, that can be amazing for killing mold spores, fungus, bacteria, whatever it is that's in there. Um, the, you know, it's basically a disrupted microbiome that's in the sinus cavity. Um, something else is going on with the gut if you have that going on, but silver could be a great addition, worth a try, totally safe. Um, can help with seasonal allergies for a lot of people as well, used in a nasal sprayer. Um, what else? So, oh, for oral things. So silver. Um, preceding before like an oral procedure, having a tooth pulled or an abscess, for example, or getting wisdom teeth pulled, you can take a small mouthful of silver, swish, 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 about 30 seconds and gargle and then swallow it. You're prepping the body with safe, healthy antibiotics. It's not going to wipe out the good bacteria in your mouth or your gut. And if you do end up succumbing to, um, for whatever reason, taking a prescription antibiotic for an oral procedure, or if you're the person that they tell you you have to take an antibiotic before every oral procedure, um, you can use silver initially and a lot, right. So before and the whole time during the course of that prescription antibiotic to protect the good bacteria in your body and have zero to or to way less setback from taking that prescription antibiotic. So you're saying take it with the antibiotic? Correct. It will actually keep you from negative things from the antibiotic. Correct. So you take it before. So uh -huh. like in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then whatever, half hour later or two hours later, you take your prescription antibiotic and it, let's say it's a seven day course. You're taking that, the, you're taking silver shield from the day, or if you can preemptively start it before you get that um, prescription antibiotic in your system and take it beyond the days of the prescription, you will protect your good bacteria. It's amazing. Only God's medicine can do this, but um, you probably have to just trust me on this one, but if you've done a lot of work to already restore your gut and then you feel like you have to take a prescription antibiotic or you don't feel comfortable not taking it, this is a way to really protect yourself. And then, uh, at the end of the day, you, whatever your probiotic is that you're choosing to take, or if you don't know to, you, you want to take a probiotic. If you ever have to take a prescription, mm -hmm. uh, uh, a prescription antibiotic, you want to take a probiotic 
to replace that good bacteria or help maintain it, um, you would take that at a separate part of the day at the other end of the day. So yes, there are ways to really significantly protect your microbiome if you have to absolutely have to take a an antibiotic for one reason or another. And Silver Shield is one of your best defenses for that plus probiotics. Gotcha. Okay. Very cool. Um, all, but also for like after following surgery. So um, for me or my husband, like we have not taken uh, prescription antibiotics, either one of us, uh, anytime in our marriage, we've been married 14 years. So it's just not a thing unless we absolutely, I, I did have to take a prophylactic antibiotic where they gave me one because I had an emergency C-section with my first birth. That's the only antibiotic I had. And I suffered terribly because of that. Like it really, really, really damaged me and a lot of setbacks and after a ton of work that I'd done, but you know, wow. an emergency C-section, I wasn't like, grab my silver, take it to the hospital. <laughs> yeah. No, it was what it was. Um, anyway, that said, um, I don't want to leave anything out because this stuff packs a lot of punch. So I covered, okay, oral, eyes, ears, oh, nebulized. We have to talk about that. So, oh, and let me mention one other thing before I get into how to nebulize it. The other thing, other than salt, there is one more thing um, to avoid when you take silver. You don't want to take it next to salt or binders. So, um, and again, about the same rule applies with binders. You might want to try to put more like a one to two hours between the silver and the binders. So let's say that you're on advanced TRS, zeolite, or fulvic acid, a very powerful binder. Um, so you could take those first thing in the morning and then take the silver shield two hours later or vice versa, or take them at opposite ends of the day. But other binders, just in case people aren't used to just talking this language, bentonite clay, activated charcoal, um, really like any type of zeolite or fulvic acid based product. Those are things that bind minerals and heavy metals and toxins and rip them out of the body. They're a blessing, they're awesome. And I live on binders now. Um, so I just don't take silver back to back with a binder. You just want to spread them out. Again, it's not going to hurt you, but you'll waste your money. You're going to finish that out as well. Yeah, you're in, you're spending this money on these amazing, great products. You want them to work and be effective. So we just don't want to take them right next to each other. In these troubling times, it's no secret that we are being censored. It's getting harder and harder to spread the truth. Facebook is throttling us, and we don't know how much longer we will be there. Here are a few things you can do to stay in touch with Deep Roots at Home. Firstly, sign up for our newsletter. Jackie sends out exclusive, important content to her readers. The link will be in the show notes. Number two, consider making Deep Roots at Home your homepage in your browser. Number three, print your favorite Deep Roots at Home articles and place them in a binder to have on hand in case of emergency. And finally, follow us on other social media channels. We are now on Telegram and Gab and soon Truth Social. Jackie's greatest desire is that God would be glorified through these dark times. Okay, and then last application, Silver Shield can be nebulized. So this was a this is a lifesaver for again, asthmatics or children, especially infants, newborn babies with us with a respiratory infection, respiratory infections, pneumonia, RSV in babies is scary. It's it, it, scary to terrifying. 
And um, so we need to have things on hand that pack a lot of punch that can really help. Nebulizing silver, you do not um, dilute it. You put it straight into the medicine cup and just put it up to the fill line. You don't have to worry about using too much, um, but about a five to 10 minute treatment um, with a nebulizer is amazingly effective. But things going in through the respiratory system is second best to um, intravenous. When things go into the airways, they go almost immediately into the bloodstream, not quite as fast as if you're injecting it right into right a vein, but nonetheless, you are getting it into the bloodstream by going, or systemically, I guess is a better way to put it, by going in through the respiratory system. So vaporized or nebulized silver is a force to be reckoned with. And it can be used even for uh, chronic allergies in kids who are just very allergy or resp upper respiratory tract infection prone, whatever that means, or if they have asthma. For uh, kids or adults with asthma, I'll usually um, try to get them to do a, a silver shield breathing treatment a day for about a month just to really get any infection out of the lungs and train those lungs, strengthen those lungs and get the microbiome built back up while we're doing other work on the gut, strengthening the stomach, et cetera. But it's a huge piece of the puzzle. Or you can just have a nebulizer on hand and silver on hand for acute needs like somebody gets COVID or somebody gets pneumonia or they're prone to maybe restricted airway things where it's kind of asthma, you know, um, maybe you're prone to wheezing or something like that. I would have a nebulizer on hand and I would have silver on hand. I know that Jackie also um, has blogs on nebulizing glutathione or maybe even saline, I think if I'm remembering right. So there's a lot of different ways you can use a nebulizer and a lot of effective things. If you run out of one or you don't have the other on hand, um, just know that many things can be vaporized or nebulized and getting uh, um, administered through the airways for respiratory things, but also for systemic things. So nebulizing doesn't have to be solely for respiratory illness or acute respiratory illness, right? Right. You just have to get, if, you, if you know that you have systemic, a systemic fungal infection, or let's say uh, maybe a baby that was, that was born prematurely and just, just had to live on tons of medications and antibiotics and with, like was in the NICU or something like that, or um, got really sick really young and had a lot of medications. Nebulizing silver could be a, um, for a, a couple weeks or even a month or as often as you can for the first few months of life to just rebuild and strengthen their system and build their immune system is an amazing uh, home thing that you can do to really help your child. And would you do that straight? Like, would you put in the, the silver straight into the nebulizer? You do not dilute it. Okay. Even for a newborn baby. Okay. You're not going to hurt them. You're, you will not hurt them. You will not overdose them anything. So mm -hmm. I've used, um, uh, I had to nebulize with like colds in both my girls that was, they both had sicknesses as babies. They're not exempt, you know? Um, and using the, the nebulizer that I have, I got it on Amazon for like 60 bucks and it came with a pediatric mask and an adult mask. And then the mouth, both of them have the mask and mouthpiece, pediatric and adult size. 
was like $60, super easy to use, very self-explanatory, even if you've never used one before. I personally have one that plugs in, but you can get plug-in or battery-operated. They both work. Battery-operated ones, I think, tend to be a little less powerful, but they're going to both vaporize. They're both going to work. Right. So okay. um, then, since we're talking about nebulizer, and we've, I think, pretty much expired the uses, for the most part, for um silver shield it could also be uh poured or dripped into an open wound if, if you were concerned about infection there but um there's uh the silver shield rescue gel for topical application and i'll talk about that in just a second that's going to be more for your wounds and burns and um uh, diaper rash vaginal infections things like that but back to the nebulizing so to pair with silver if you have um the need for bronchodilation so a situation like asthma or um, any um, where the airways tend to be prone to restriction and you need to bronchodilate, you need to open the airways and your um, go-to previously has been an inhaler or a steroid treatment or running to the ER for a breathing treatment or you have a prescription for the steroids to do home breathing treatments for maybe a child with chronic asthma. Then the liquid herb, again from Nature Sunshine, called lobelia essence. It's liquid form of the herb lobelia. This is God's bronchodilator. So lobelia is a natural bronchodilator used in liquid form, can be added to the silver shield for a um, uh, to, to nebulize into the lungs and will add that extra layer of bronchodilation to open up the lungs. So in a, in a young child, so um, in an infant, if this were absolutely necessary, I think, I don't know, you know, who would, uh, I would feel confident trying it in, in one of my infants, but um, you're, you don't need much. So I would probably start and see if you're getting good enough results with like one or two drops, doesn't take much. In um, just beyond the infant years, so I don't know, six months to two years old, uh, or even maybe three, five drops is usually plenty to open up the airways. When we're talking um, older children and then adult size children or just uh, adults, your your dose is usually somewhere between 10 and 15 drops. So, so would you actually take the drops and put them in the colloidal silver? Yes. So you have your little medicine cup, the nebulizer medicine cup, right? And awesome. you're only using like less than a teaspoon of silver or whatever the amount is. Mm -hmm. And that'll give you, I think a teaspoon of silver, at least with my, it depends how fast and powerful the nebulizer is. And there's a lot of factors, but they'll usually give you about a 10 to 20 minute breathing treatment, depending on how much you use. But yeah, you're just literally adding the liquid drops of lobelia essence to the silver in the medicine cup. So both of them straight. So yeah. yep, just those two products. And you only add the lobelia essence where there is need to open the airways further. If there's wheezing and you're really feeling like you're struggling to breathe, then you want, then, or if that's an issue that your family has encountered with any of the children or adults, that's a great option to have on hand. So you're not tempted to run to the ER or if, <laughs> if things go continue to worsen in the direction they've been going where the hospital becomes maybe not a safe place or you can't get in for some reason, or we don't have access to the drugs that we always did before, then that is another option. Then lobelia essence, if you don't have a nebulizer, but you had it on hand and whatever, you could still use lobelia essence um, 
straight into the mouth or even rubbed right on the chest right here, like over your heart, right over the lungs, or in the case of a child or they're, be, they're, they're feisty and fussy and they're just almost inconsolable, you could put it on their upper back too, between the shoulder blades. You're still getting application through just like essential oils work, right? They absorb into the skin, they get into the bloodstream. You're still going into the bloodstream through the skin and spine on the back. And so same application, two drops, maybe five drops. And if you feel like it's kind of working, you're noticing a little bit of change, but there's still major um, constriction, then add two more drops, you know, add another drop, just keep increasing it, but you have it on hand to keep safely titrating up in a more serious situation. Okay. Okay. So you, but don't, what I will say with phobelia, so a lot of herbs, um, maybe some people know this, have, you know, have, have uh, multiple applications and they work as one thing in a lower dose and something different in a way higher dose. So lobelia can also be used in way higher doses. You're talking like 30 plus drops um, to induce vomiting in uh, if, if there's some reason you needed to induce vomiting, a child swallowed something they shouldn't have, or uh, maybe a poisoning or I don't know. Okay. Okay. Use that wisdom. So that's why my point is, but you don't really, even in an adult, you don't need to go much higher than 10 to 15 drops typically, typically to open up the airways. And I have heard amazing feedback throughout my entire career of uh, stories with lobelia essence and helping people even overcome asthma. This isn't the only thing needed to fully overcome asthma, but it is a huge piece of the puzzle. But um, people don't have to have asthma for the rest of their life is what I will say. Thanks for joining us on the Deep Roots at Home podcast. We pray it has encouraged you in your walk with the Lord and as you serve your family. Could you do us a favor? If this has blessed you, could you help us spread the word by liking and sharing this podcast with your friends? And don't forget, we have lots of great links in the show notes that go along with today's podcast. See you next time.